Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked on Spartans. It is Thursday, August 22nd, 2019. I'm your host, Will Hunter. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode. On today's show, we've got Matt Sheehan from The Only Colors. He is going to join us for a season preview. We're going to start these little you know, season preview type stuff here. We're going to do it with Matt. Uh, Stephen Brooks will be on next week. Um, I'm going to try to get some other people on as well to just sort of go through expectations, things we're looking out for as the season gets rolling, things that might be, uh, you know, like identifiers of, you know, is this going to be a good season? Might the offense be better? Yada, yada, yada. And so we're just going to be going through that, and Sheehan is going to be our first one. So he will join us here in just a second. Before we get going, reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. If you don't subscribe, subscribing is the easiest way to get these episodes to your phone. Every single day you could find the podcast and all the podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, wherever you uh, wherever you find podcasts, you can find this podcast. And if you can't, if you have a service that you use and you, and you can't find Locked On Spartans there, shoot me an email, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com, uh, and we will get that taken care of. Also, head over to iTunes, leave a five-star rating. If you would be so kind, I would appreciate if you would do that for the show. Guys, we are just, what is it, nine days, eight days? I don't know, eight days away from Michigan State kicking off the season against Hall. So we got a couple days here until week zero of college football starts. But college football is back, and now is the time to start previewing these games. So without further ado, let's bring in Matt and start our, uh, our broad little last week of season previews here. So thoroughly pleased to be joined by one of my favorite guests, one of your favorite guests, one of the greatest members of MSU Twitter, Matt Sheehan from The Only Colors. Were those lies? Those those were all lies, weren't they? Yeah. You're just, you just said all that just because I'm on. Yeah. No, but I appreciate that. Uh, I know you don't listen to the show, but I just talk a ton of crap about you whenever you're not on. I, I would do the same. Yeah. So. so it's basically, it's, it's my punishment for you not listening. Cause I know you don't. <laughs> I catch every like other episode. That's a lie. That's a, that's it's a not a lie. lie. It's not a lie. It's not a lie. Okay. All right. <laughs> every other one that you're see, on. See you next week. <laughs> see you next week. Um, All right. <laughs> so Matt's on because we are starting to preview the season. We're getting into a couple days here. Beginning of next week, we'll sort of be in official Tulsa mode. Um, but for the next few shows, we're going to be in full season preview mode. Uh, and Matt, you're the first quote unquote expert to come on the show. Expert. I know. That's why I said quote unquote. Wow. Um, I use that term very lightly. I reserve it more for like, I don't know, Stephen Brooks. I would consider more of an expert than you. Maybe uh, Matt yeah. Hepner over at The Only Colors. You know, some other people that we're going to bring on. But you are the first one. We, we want to start off with a bang. So okay. you're our first sure. guest to do this the full season preview here. How are you feeling? Like for the season, I'm I'm very excited. Like this is awesome. Um, I was just telling someone earlier today. Like I I feel really excited, optimistic right now. This is great. But I know once like next Wednesday ish mm-hmm. rolls around, I am just gonna feel that loving embrace of anxiety and fear and panic all in one. And I I, I can't wait for it. You know. What are you gonna do if Tulsa goes up seven nothing halfway through the first quarter? <sighs> oh my god. 
Um, probably just walk back to the tailgate. I think. Yeah. But in a way different mood than than what I left it. <laughs> that's that's gonna be the case. No, like seven zero, I'll be okay. It's fourteen zero when like I start trying to make my way into the coaches' boxes and start just screaming shirtlessly at people. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, I'm in the. I'll be in the press box for the first time ever this year. So I, I too. Yeah, big deal. Big deal. Big guy wow. here. Um, I too may make my way to the coach's box. Just stick my head in there and be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. what's up?" Yeah, uh, <laughs> two part question. Uh, you suck and go after yourself. Uh, thanks, guys. What's, Just to... what's what's going on here? Is it me? Is it because I'm here this year? <laughs> Yeah, God, that's yeah, that's that's gonna be uh that's gonna be sad if you know what? Maybe it's not next Wednesday's when this year is gonna wash over. Maybe it's like right now. Yeah. Maybe You're maybe we're it? just expediting this process. Yeah. God, that seems so real, doesn't it? <laughs> just fourteen zero after like three Tulsa possessions and we've had like three three and outs in our first four possessions. Yeah. Like I could smell it right now. God, I cannot wait to get back to that. It, that's my element. That's going to be just, oh God, like I might not even watch the game. I may just sit on my computer, watch Twitter. Yeah, bang out some Netflix episodes, have Twitter open in another tab. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's a good way to spend it. What what do you think the reaction is if Michigan State wins 45 to 3? Uh, I think more than half are going to be thrilled, excited, you know, right, like hopping straight on like the, the 10 win train. And then like, I think... Uh, like I'll be in this minority, like a little uncomfortable. Like <laughs> I, I prefer my season openers the way I've been accustomed to them, which yeah. is uh, vanilla, low scoring, little tight, late dramatics. Like that's that's kind of what I mean, sickly want to see. I mean, yeah, if, if they just blow the doors off of them, I'm going to feel a little uncomfortable. Like, do we peak too soon this season? Like, oh no. Um, I'm sure I'll think of some spin zone to freak myself out over a 45 point win. Yeah. All right. We will be right back with more from Matt Sheehan in terms of season preview type stuff. Got plenty of more from him coming your way. I wanted to cut it a little bit early so we can get to a quick break. And then it just sort of fell nice and natural that way that there is a little bit of a, a break there guys locked on fantasy football is the podcast you need to be listening to if you're playing fantasy football this season. Make sure you listen to Vinny Iyer and the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast. Vinny gives you the edge with over 20 years covering fantasy football. Don't listen to the same shows as everyone else because then you're just getting the same information and you're not getting an edge. Get an edge from Vinny that will put you ahead on draft day and keep you ahead all season long. Locked On Fantasy Football can be found on your favorite podcast provider. All right, welcome back to segment two of today's Locked on Spartans. Let's jump back into the conversation, our season preview with Matt Sheehan of The Only Colors. Uh, here, I'm pulling this up right now. I'm going to see if I can do it quickly. Um, okay. Like each season opener? Yeah, exactly. Um, here we go. Pass schedules. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, well, this will work, but it won't be great. Oh, of course, my okay. internet is not. You know Nice. What? <sighs> okay, you, hold you, Utah on, hold State on. By, by beat by thirty last year, as, yeah, as we all remember, yep. that was a no no doubter yep. of a win. Thirty eight thirty one over Utah State, which ended up being their best win of the season, or no Penn State, I guess on the road. <laughs> the season before that, let's see as I get to it. Bowling Green thirty five to ten. I don't even remember that game. 
Uh, I remember it because, oh, God, what's his name? I think Tyson uh, Smith was his last name. Oh, Had a pick six, yeah, pick and that's six all I remember from it. To yeah, put that's, it away. That's quite literally all I remember from yeah. that game. So 35-10, uh, 2016 was what, 26 to, or 28-13 against Furman. Furman, the Paladins. No one, no one wants to play the Paladins yeah. in September or August, whenever that game was. Yeah, that ended up uh, really, really wonderful. Uh, the year- beat Notre Dame. That's we beat Notre Dame. Yeah, let's, let's just focus on that. Uh, Two and Notre Dame season. <laughs> twenty fifteen at Western Michigan, thirty seven twenty four. So an unconvincing yeah. win on the road uh, against Western Michigan that ultimately ended up in a playoff berth. Man, they really okay. kind of stink to open the season. You're right. Uh, oh, I've never walked away from opening night thinking like, yeah, yeah, this is great. All right, here we go. Here's the 10, 11 wins. The one exception uh-huh. is uh, 2014 when they played Jacksonville State and just absolutely housed. Well, them. yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was Jacksonville State, but like that was it. Wasn't it like 42 to nothing in the third quarter? Like they I, housed I, them. Yeah, I think so. And I remember, like, before the game, like, I asked, hey, who are we playing first game anyway? And someone said Jacksonville State. And I, like, laughed. I thought it was, like, a yeah. joke. Uh, no, quite. A, uh, Jacksonville State is a real state, and they have a college. So, how yeah. about that? It was 38 to nothing at halftime. I, You know what? If you would have asked me, I would have been shocked to give Jacksonville State uh, 10 points at half. They didn't. They I, I remember that game being 63 to 3. Yeah. Yeah, so called off the dogs there, but they, yeah, they absolutely ruined. I remember that game like, oh yeah, because that was the year after the Rose Bowl, and it was just like, mm-hmm. okay, they the should death be machine like, is rolling, baby. death machine yeah. rolling, and they were freaking rolling. Uh, Twenty thirteen, well, what turned out to be the best season perhaps in the D'Antonio era. Twenty six thirteen over Western Michigan with two defensive touchdowns. Yeah, the offense and had one four field yep. goals. We f- we forget how disastrous those first two games were. See, and that's why I say, like, do we really want fifty or forty-five to three? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I don't know. What do you want from the first two games? Like, what do you want to see, honestly? Uh, like, I, it is such like a lame list. Uh, well, okay, but no injuries, obviously. Yada yada yada, yeah. all that stuff. I, I want to see like a touchdown in the first two drives, <laughs> is, or maybe three. Maybe I'm getting too greedy with two, but like, I want to see like ball movement immediately because. Like, let's be honest, all Spartan Nation is, like, has their finger lightly on the panic button, and, like, if they go three and out, uh, let's call it six and out punt, and then, like, fail to break midfield in any of their first, like, three drives, like, it is going to be slot machine Twitter night, yeah. uh, just lighting up with people. Just, myself, too. I'll, I'll be on there. Uh, just complaining uh, constantly. So, yeah, uh, that's, that's one thing I want to see. And... What else do I want to see? Like, yeah, obviously the defense dominate, but I, I, there's okay. You know, here's something. I, I want to see the secondary. I want to see how Xavier Henderson plays and um, Josh Butler too, because I like Josh Butler a lot. But like, I, I wonder if like that's going to be his job the entire year. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I have. So they, I they think have he's. Is the other thing. I think Josh is really good. I think Josh would have mm-hmm. started last year. Um, the entire, I mean, Josh did start last year. Um, yeah, and right, he would have started right. the beginning of the season if he wasn't behind two professional cornerbacks. Um, yeah. and he himself may, may very well be someone who could be a pro. Like we haven't just we just haven't seen a ton, and he's been good. He was incredible in the Red Box Bowl. Yeah, he was. Him and yeah. Josiah Scott were 
friggin' awesome in that red box bowl. And like, if he mm-hmm. does that, they made Herbert come back to school. Yeah. They, uh, that's, that's how good they were. <laughs> Josiah Scott and Josh Butler made Justin Herbert come back to school. Like I'm not ready. They, they yet. enrolled in classes for him at halftime. It was very nice of them. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's how it went. Yeah. So, uh, um, I'm yeah. And like, I, I do like Butler, but like, I think like there's a lot of good, like death behind him too. So yeah, it could be just cause Kalon Gervin is like the next thing. And like, you gotta yeah. get him on the field. Who knows? Um, yeah, I'm excited to see them. I want, I don't know. What do you want to see in terms of just what does it look like offensively? Because I want, I I do want to see within the first game, like noticeable differences. Like I'm going to be mad if in three or four drives, I guess not mad, but I would be confused and sort of like really like frustrated on behalf of everyone. If in the first four drives, it looks exactly the same as it did last year. And there's not like, I'll play where you're like, that's new. Okay, because they're going to be vanilla, but like they got to show something, right? Something different. Yeah, like I I think like the better way to look at it is like, what do I not want to see to start (laughs) it off? And like, I I don't want to see a handoff on a first down, like uh, up the middle. Like, let's try to get a little more creative than run up the middle on first down. 95% of our plays this year, like that, that would be sweet. Yeah. Um, I would like to see like a play action, like try to just absolutely bomb one to Cody White uh, early on in the game, like just. Uh, it's just, I, I guess, aggression would, would be nice to see. And yeah. this is a, I'm gonna, okay. I, I'm just gonna. I haven't read too much on Tulsa. I'm just gonna assume this is a team that you could get aggressive early on. I don't know. That's just sorry, any um, Tulsa fans out there listening, but it's kind of how I view your team. Um, so yeah, I like that's what I want to see is just like creativity and not just the same mundane. I, I'm sorry, I'm tripping over my words here. I. I want to be able to not know what plays coming before he rose <laughs> up in section 16, because I, I know if I know what plays coming next, then a assistant coach who does this professionally is going to know what plays coming next. And that happened a lot more times than it should have last year. So that would be cool. Just like surprise. That'd be just sweet. Here's the first paragraph of my worst case scenario for Mich- I wrote mm-hmm. best case, worst case scenario. Here's the first paragraph the paragraph of worst case scenario, and you guys can read this at SpartansWire.usatoday.com if you want. Michigan State lines up on first and ten against Tulsa for the opening drive of the season, and the first play of the new offense is a run up the middle for no gain. I would rather have a pick six. I would rather <laughs> see a pick six first play of the game. On, on second and ten, a jet sweep to the short side of the field for a loss of one. On third and ten, an overthrown corner route to a receiver that wasn't open anyway. Uh, like Brandon Sowers too, <laughs> in, in the corner, like like <laughs> like a nice fifteen yeah. yard out jump ball in the midfield. Yeah, um, I will walk out of the stadium if that sequence happens. I think I I will just walk out and continue walking until I reach my Labor Day destination. <laughs> I will leave the car in the parking lot. I don't care. It's just you, just, I got just me and my about. legs that are fueled by rage just walking to to wherever I'm going that Labor Day weekend. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break right there when we get back. Segment three with Matt Sheehan of the Only Colors. Guys, Locked on NFL is the daily NFL podcast that you need to be listening to. It is one of the most listened to NFL shows in all of podcasting. It is hosted by Brian Peacock, and you get the analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson as his co-host. Locked on NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL. Subscribe to Locked on NFL now on your favorite podcast provider. All right, welcome back to segment three of today's Locked on Spartans. Let's finish this thing up strong with Matt Sheehan of The Only Colors. 
What are were you at expectation wise? Like nine wins, eight wins, like uh, expect yeah, nine wins I think is an expectation. But like I'm still holding firm on on my ten wins, ten and two season right now. Okay. But I, I think nine's reasonable. Like I don't think that's too out of bounds unless like the the whole injury bug thing happens again, and we got to like play sixteen different punters. Um, like we, we got to throw Cam Chambers out there. We're in an oven mitt again yeah, uh, in the middle hand. of the Penn State game. Yeah, like if we if, if that happens again, then yeah, we're probably looking at seven wins again. But I I, I don't know. Like like nine's not outrageous, right? That, that's pretty in bounds. I know the over under seven and a half, but uh, eight now it's eight everywhere. Oh, <laughs> I pray to God that sharp's money. Yeah, that's... eight regular season wins um, for Michigan State, pretty much across the board. Tried to find it at seven and a half, but every casino had it at eight. Um, yeah, like it's weird because I I want to be more optimistic because again this team not last season but the year before that went 10 and 3 uh and it was basically all sophomores everywhere <laughs> like yeah, all right. the seniors on this team were all starting for that team uh and you were just like yes this is the first year of an incredible three-year run the Lorkey era is going to be great and mm-hmm. last season was just a disaster and you can uh, you can very easily convince yourself that they'll just kind of that'll be a blip on the radar yes. and you'll just end up sort of right back to where the 2017 team was, but better because everyone's older and better. And like the team's just freaking loaded in so many spots. And yet you, I just can't be like, yeah, I think they're going to win 10 games. Cause like they could very easily go seven and six. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, like what doesn't help me too is like my uh, frustration of just not firing anyone off the offensive staff it's completely gone now. Like it's like it never happened to me. So I, that that's why I feel like I'm in the the ten win range right now. Well, it's like God, I'm just drinking the Kool Aid so hard right now. It's totally unprecedented too. Like it nobody is, yeah. does that. Like a high school staff maybe does that, but not like right. one of the top twenty or so programs in college football. They don't. Like, yeah. That's not what happens at a place that's been to the playoff, has won multiple Big Ten titles in the last seven years. Like. That's not what happened. Like, had they fired? I don't know. Let me put it to you this way. Say Brad Salem mm-hmm. wasn't on the staff. Say Brad Salem yeah. was the head coach at Augustana State uh, in Division Two, And after this season, D'Antonio fired everybody and hired as his offensive coordinator this young upstart D2 head coach named Brad Salem out of Augustana State who ran a spread offense with you know all this new the rpos and tempo and and quarterback runs and and all that good stuff how much more excited about this offensive change would you be if that were the case oh man uh excited is not the word i'd be confused shocked and just worried about d'antonio's state of mind because that would be way out of pocket for him (laughs) i know um that's man but yeah god i never looked at it that way um yeah yeah god i am starting to get worried (laughs) Like how I don't know how much has Michigan State worn off on him? Like that's the thing we just don't know what it's going to look like. I could convince you that nothing's right, going to yeah. nothing's going to change, and I could convince you that everything's going to change. Yeah, yeah, and like it's it's cliche, but like we're not going to know until like you know the first few series who's really calling the plays, and you know when they're in big spots who's calling the plays. So I think it's going to be Jim Bowman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to waddle over there, and Brad called us. I, I'm so angry right now. <laughs> no, I, I think D'Antonio will 
give him a measure of control. He's always said that I, I, I like, think he so lets too. his guys call the plays and he only provides input in big spots like if they yeah. ask or what do you think about this or whatever, you know, should should maybe should we run it here guys and they go, "Eh, okay." Stuff like that, but I I, I think it's going to be Salem's show at least to start. I I think so too, but like there's always that small percentage that uh, who knows. But yeah, and they've been pretty tight-lipped, obviously, about the offense. But every like small thing that they do let go, it doesn't sound like you know it is going to be new. And you know Salem's got pretty much bulk control here. So yeah, there's been so much smoke and mirrors and tomfoolery that I just don't even know anymore. Mm-hmm. I've, Some hijinks, yeah, hijinks yeah. just gone around the the world three times. Watching D'Antonio stone face Bob. Uh, Woj, is it Wojnarowski? I don't even know how to say it. Wojo. Yeah, yeah, Wojo. yeah sure. Yeah, watching D'Antonio stone face Wojo about it, and I was just like, this is getting out of hand. Like, Lorky's <laughs> being like, what changed? What are you talking about, secrecy? Like, you guys are playing a game, and I don't know if you're playing a game to hide something or to act like you're hiding something or to act like you're act liking, you're, uh, act like <laughs> right. you're hiding something. I really don't know at this point. I'm just going to wait. I'm gonna wait. Or maybe Lewerke really just doesn't know the offense. Yet. Maybe maybe it's nine games, <laughs> nine days from the season, and he truly has no idea yeah. what the offense is gonna be like. Yeah, that would be an ideal scenario, I think, uh, for this. I season think so to too. Well. Yeah. If cool. If they uh, if they go like eleven and one, how shocked are you? Um, I'm about a six out of ten. I think on the shock scale. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I don't know, I still think Ohio State's gonna be awesome, and Michigan's gonna be really good. Um, we'll see about Wisconsin and going to Wisconsin's always tough, but like every other game on the schedule yeah. is winnable. Like not that Ohio state and Michigan aren't, but like, right, right. Like they could win every other game. I would think they could be favored in every other game outside of those three, depending on what it looks like when they go to Wisconsin. Yeah. And having like the best non-conference schedule in like recent memory is that's, that helps too. having Tulsa, Western Arizona state all at home. Yeah. Um, is nothing that you'll turn down. No. So. Should be able to cruise through that. If they lose to Arizona State, oh, God. I I will be a Herm Edwards disciple at that point. <laughs> you know, like they, they could lose the rest of their games, but I'll still think he's the greatest coach of all time just because I've seen him win in, in person twice. You know who I'm preemptively worried for, and it might come back to just bite me, is the true freshman that's starting for Arizona State this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm still excited, but I'm also at the point where I could still worry myself about a true freshman um, starting week three on the road yeah. at Spartan Stadium against that defense. So, yeah, that's where we're at mentally. Yeah, I could get uh, baptized there. Uh, last thing here, what like, what's the biggest thing, the biggest question you want answered is what? Is it what the, uh, maybe outside of what does the offense look like? Oh, like what are okay, you most it. sort of like needing to know that you yeah. want to find out from the Tulsa game that's going to tell you like, all right, I'm feeling this type of way about this season. Uh, how the receivers look without Felton Davis. Like, really? I, I think Felton was just – yeah, I think Felton was that good last year where, like, if you were in a bind, you could just throw him the ball and he would make it happen. And I, I love Cody White. I think he's great. Daryl Stewart's great. Jalen Naylor's awesome. But, like, I, I don't know if they're, like, Felton Davis awesome. So that that's going to be one thing I'm going to be looking forward to in the first two weeks, three weeks is, like, how – the offense functions without Felton Davis um, in the mix. I'm like so unworried about the receivers. I think they're all. Oh, that, that makes me feel better. I, okay. I think they're all really good. Um, maybe not. None of them are as good as Felton. We'll see. But 
Like mm-hmm. Cody White could conceivably be better than Felton Davis, and Speedy Naylor is just a different type of player. I'm watching. I that hope line. to God Naylor's healthy. Yeah. I'm watching the line. I'm watching what type of schemes are they running because we don't know if they're still going to be power like they used to, if they're going to go more zone. And I'm just going to like playing Tulsa and Western. If you cannot push them backwards, uh, it's going to be a long season. There's going to be a lot more. Yeah, yeah. The, the fireball intake is going to go up a few yeah. notches if so that's the case. But That's the thing. We'll see about scheme and all that crap. Uh, I'm sure we'll figure it out eventually. But, yeah, I'm watching that line to just see if they can start to look like a competent unit. Because um, if they do, everything around them, it, there's enough talent around them that it should be yeah. really and solid. And we can have a running game. Yeah. Yeah. Solid running cool. game. Lewerke in the run game and then the pass game should be all right, too. It could be a... A, a solid to okay offense that will not tank the season uh, like last year. That's all we need. Just solid that's to okay. All we need. I would love. I would love a shirt that says that. Solid to okay. Solid to okay. <laughs> that is yeah. that is the expect. That that's the goal. Solid to okay. Black shirt, ne- neon font. That's that's what I need. Yeah, and neon font. Um, yeah. Yeah. How excited are you for the the neon jerseys? They're growing on you, aren't I, they? I... <sighs> They've gone from awful to just kind of bad yeah that's that's where i'm at right yeah. now with them so they're still pretty bad they look better on a person but they're still pretty bad and now if they do like neon on the end zones and the midfield logo then like okay now we're now, now we're now you can get me now we're talking now you can get me yeah, yeah. i want to see what they look like under the lights and we should get an idea second half of arizona state should be uh dark ish mm-hmm. so should be good yeah. uh all right cool. matt thanks for doing this yeah thanks for having me yeah always great time as always always a pleasure um we will, of course, catch up with you down the road once the season gets going. Maybe after the first game. Maybe if we have things to talk about. I'm sure we will. We'll do like a panic, oh God, yeah. a panic segment. What are we panicking about? That could be our. Yeah. That could be your weekly segment. What is Sheehan panicking about this week? Okay. Yeah, I'm all in okay. on that. I just thought of it. All We're right. doing that for sure. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> all right. He's Matt Sheehan. You can read his work, The Only Colors. Uh, do yeah. not follow him on Twitter no. at Sheehan underscore sports because it is just poison and, and toxic. Yeah, no. I, why would anyone put themselves through yeah. that? All right. Don't do it. All right, Matt. Thanks. No. Yeah, for sure. Man. All right. Thanks so much to Matt for joining the show. Always good to have him stop in. And yeah, I think we're actually going to do that. We were talking after we recorded that that's a good idea. What is Matt freaking out about uh, this week is a great idea for a segment. So hopefully we can keep that going. Uh, and get him in every single week to just rant about whatever is causing him trouble with this Michigan State football team. Uh, That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, On tomorrow's show, uh, as you're listening to this, I'm in East Lansing. Uh, Michigan State is closing up fall camp. With that, we will have the naming of the captains, the team captains. So, uh, for Friday's show, I will talk about what I think uh, of the captains, the team captains. I have a pretty good idea of who they might be. It just depends on if they have three or four uh, captains this year, who they will be. So some interest there. We'll see what shakes out in that department. We'll talk about that. We'll have a listener join the show to go through game by game and predict the schedule. And then just some closing thoughts on you know Michigan State closes camp. Uh, fall camp's over. They will have practice this weekend and shift into full prep mode for Tulsa. And so just some closing final summer thoughts here as we too on the show will shift gears and start looking forward towards Tulsa. So that's coming up 
on tomorrow's show. Again, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribing is the easiest way to get these episodes to your phone every single day. Um, thanks so much for listening. Oh, yeah, one other thing. I think yesterday was our most listened to day uh, of Locked on Spartans in the history of the show, uh, and that's really cool. Um, you know, people are really jumping back in here. We started to build a nice audience towards uh, basketball season, really at the end. Uh, you know, summer takes a dip, obviously, because not much going on, but now that football is ramping back up, everyone's coming back. So thanks so much to all you guys who are returning back to the show, people checking it out for the first time. Thanks for doing that. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Again, we do this every single day as a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So back tomorrow with another episode. We will see you then.